It's the moment you've been waiting for. It's Slasser's Golden Gator Awards, where you, the listeners, voted for the best of the White Mountains hiking community. Sit back and get ready to find out the winners in 48 separate categories. Here are your hosts, Mike and Stump. Okay, this is episode 96, the Golden Gator Award. Wow, amazing <laughs> turnouts. This is going to be a great night. Award shows are so much fun. Oh, Mike, what kind of award do you give someone who has not moved a muscle in over a year? A trophy. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Stomp. This yeah. is... This night may be a disaster, but, um, you know, that may be true, particularly for hikers. But did you hear I made an award that actually looks like a cat's rear end? Really? Nobody liked it, though. How come? It was a catastrophe. Oh. (laughs) Well, tonight we have help passing out the awards, thank God. Mrs. Stomp is here. Did you know she's Italian? I was a little hesitant to have her on, though. Italians can't be trusted at award ceremonies. They've been known to rig a Tony. <laughs> oh, it just keeps getting better, Stomp. Oh. I really wouldn't worry about that, though. Huh? I've got Agent Sweezy to keep an eye on things. Oh, good. You know she just busted an accountant, right? Really? Yep, she found a calculator on scene. Oh, that adds up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my oh, boy. God. Oh boy, well, Stomp, I, I actually have one more impromptu joke that I want to throw in. I was hiking Cannon this weekend. Yeah. And I was going up high Cannon. Okay. And I had this dad joke epiphany, so I said to the people <laughs> I was hiking with, I was like, what do you call high Cannon when we when we head back down? Uh, what? Bye, Cannon. <laughs> excellent, excellent Oh my joke. God. So, I'm Mike. And I'm Stomp. Let's get started. Oh, that was epic. So what's, uh, what's everybody wearing? Uh, how about you, Mike? I am wearing a tuxedo jacket that is by Outdoor Research. Mm, nice. Custom made for me. Yeah, athletic cut, I'm assuming. It is, it is. And yeah. then I also ordered special Z Cavaricci, going back to the 80s. Remember Z Cavaricci? Oh, yeah, Liberty Tree Mall, baby. Yep, yep. My gators are by Z Cavaricci and they're denim. <laughs> denim. And you, Asian Sweezy? Let's see. Today I have on my best olive drab green Patagucci overalls. <laughs> Sweet. Those are looking nice. And you, Mrs. Stomp? Tonight I'm wearing a sheer black hoodie. Columbia by Chanel with Louis Vuitton leggings and my Meow Meow Versace kitty slippers. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I went all out. Isn't that encouraging knowing that these designers are getting into the hiking scene now? It's mm-hmm. so wonderful. I'm wearing uh, a Dior wicking vest with uh, $2,000 Mischief Pink Boots from Reckless Steve <laughs> and a pair of three-season polyester pants from Gucci. So we are ready to rock and roll. Let's. Well, wait, well Stomp, hold on a sec. What about um, Daphne the cat? Is is the cat wearing a tuxedo tonight? Yes, she is. <laughs> she, she she's sure holding is. the winner envelopes currently. Yes, she's, she's handing out the uh, the envelopes. Yes. Okay, so just uh, needed to verify that. Are we ready to rock it? Listeners have submitted 
their votes for the best of the White Mountains over the last several weeks. And these categories range from best hike to best clothing to best after hike food, you name it. So uh, 48 categories, and uh, we're about to find out what the listeners uh, prefer. So it's going to be awesome. All right, very good. So let's get on to our first category then. Base Layer Brand. So, the winner for best base layer brand is Smart Wool. Woo! Woo! Excellent. Excellent. Smart nice. Wool. Nice stuff. I've got some Smart Wool socks. Pretty great. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, a runner up? Any runner ups, Lynn? Let's see. Runner up is a four way tie this time between EMS, Virgin Outdoor, Minus 33, and Patagonia. Awesome. Yeah, cool. All great brands. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I have a smart wool shirt, and then I also have an EMS shirt as well that I use as a base layer. Mm -hmm. They're not that stinky, which I'm impressed with. Sometimes those things get stinky, but why not? (laughs) I have a Burgeon Outdoor Highlander hoodie on, as it were, under my Patagucci overalls. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've got a lot of minus 33 stuff, which I really enjoy. For sure. Mid-layer brand. The winner for mid-layer brand is... Virgin Outdoor by a substantial amount. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, these guys have been... Up in Lincoln for several years now, and um, I think they're starting to gain some traction for sure. It's great. So, yeah, by a substantial count, the votes came in heavy for the mid-layer brand. And uh, I hear they're branching out into different products as well, so keep an eye out for uh, Burgeon. Yeah. Uh, second place was uh, Smartwell, actually, so yeah. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, and I need to... Um I got to check out Burgeon for sure, but I have... I think a mid-layer brand... Like, I have this new Helly Hansen... Sh- like pullover that I've been wearing, which I think is a mid-layer, right? So a mid-layer is like something that you can you can wear. Like that's basically what you wear most of the time you're hiking in the winter, right? Yes. Yeah, it goes between your base, yeah, and your outer. Yep. Mike, it was expensive, but you're worth it. It was expensive. It was very expensive. And, but I told my wife, I was, I was like, oh, I really like this. And she's like, I noticed. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be wearing it a lot. And she's like, I noticed. And she's like, good thing you're going to get your money's worth. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's super comfortable. Puffy Jacket Brand. All right, so the winner for best puffy jacket brand is Patagonia. Wow, Patagonia is a legendary brand for sure. I have stuff from Patagonia that's like 30 years old and it's still tough as hell. So that's that's awesome. I feel like it's like... I think I have a Patagonia jacket, so I'm not a hater, but I do feel like it's a little like basic. Like, I would have thought that our listeners would have been like, I like Rab or, or um, like Mountain Hardware or, you know, some of these like popular brands that the through hikers use. Mm-hmm. 
So huh. I don't know. I think I feel like I'm a little disappointed in the listeners in this one. You're saying they're base. They're I, think I feel like they're pretty basic. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right. Well, before we piss them off, let's move on. <laughs> All right. I apologize. Outer Shell Rain Layer Brand. A winner for Outer Shell and Rain Layer Brand is. A two-way tie between <laughs> Outdoor Research and Patagonia. <laughs> Mrs. Stomp okay is running the envelopes. The other envelopes. <laughs> no, it isn't. She's sleeping. How She's about so you cute. move the envelopes? Listen. <laughs> yeah, so for the listeners, just before we get to this award, Daphne is laying across the paper that we're using to simulate our envelope ripping. Oh, did I just I just gave away our secret? But anyway. Oh man, the audience knows. <laughs> Mountain Summit. Moving along, the winner for Best Mountain Summit is a good one. Mount Adams. Yeah, baby. I agree wow. with that. Yeah. Adams is my fave for sure. Uh, that's such a hard one for me. I feel like why. There's just so many. <laughs> of course. Well, this is the consensus, though, which is pretty interesting. Adams is amazing. Yeah. You get that view, but without, you know, the Mount Washington line to the summit. It's a little, it seems a little more extreme than Mount Washington in some ways to me. You know? I agree. And it has a, it has like a mythology around it with all the, the search and rescue and everything else. Yeah. And well, Top what do you guys think? Feel. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can't, I mean, how can you argue Yeah, with Mount Adams? I guess you could say like Jefferson maybe, but I get the point. Like Mount Washington kind of ruins itself because it's just, it's it's too developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Adams is a good option. Well, the, uh, the second place runner-ups, it was a two-way tie between Lafayette and wait for it. I was surprised by this, but I, I understand it. Mount Monroe. How cool is that? Hmm. I mean, for bang for your buck, it's safe. You've got the hut. You've got ammo right there to bail out if you need to. And you've got a hell of a view there. I think Monroe is a cool choice. So we have some really savvy listeners here with some nice tastes, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. So Mount Adams is the number one mountain summit for listeners that responded to our questionnaire. Yeah. Wow. I'll be uh, hitting Adams for my 48 Peaks hike this year. Oh, nice. That's great. Sunrise View. Let's see. Next up, we have the best sunrise view. And the winner is... A four-way tie between Cannon, Musilock, Pierce, and Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I say if you're on top of any mountain, the sunrise is going to be great. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's funny, a four-way tie. Oh, Cannon's all right. Yeah, Cannon. I would even go lower than that and go to Bald Mountain and the Artist Bluff Loop. Bald Mountain's probably one of the best spots around, but hey. Yeah. I default to the listeners. Power hey, remember to the we listeners. did uh, Sunrise Mike, me, you, uh, 
chaga and stomp we did a chikora oh one yeah time. that's what i was going to say exactly mrs stomp is yeah. like i feel like and i do i wonder like if the listeners skew more towards like coming up north on the 93 side versus 16 but for me for sunrise uh and we'll we'll be talking about chikora and other categories here but for me chikora is like the best because it's it's the first it's the you know the one of the more southern mountains and it's just a straight shot when the when the sun rises like there's no obstructions whatsoever for other mountains or anything else so mm. um i feel like some of these other peaks like musilaki is kind of the same way but i do wonder like pierce is like maybe a little bit obstructed sometimes but i don't know it's i think chikora would be an honorable mention for me that's that's true shame on the listeners shame <laughs> shame <laughs> All right. Sunset View. All right. So the winner for best sunset view is a three-way tie between Osceola, Chikora, and West Bond. Nice. Well, Osceola, yeah, yeah, well, Chikora, Osceola, that's... That's nice. West Bond is probably my favorite peak, but I've never considered that for sunset. Wow. Yeah, West Bond is known as the um, as the best peak for sunset because what people do is they'll get settled into Guillot and then head over there for dinner and watch the the sunset. So it's it's facing towards the the west. But Osceola mm. surprises me because Osceola is more facing south. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, it's facing more salt, so I'm surprised that that got uh, a sunset. Uh, for me personally, you know what was a good place to see a sunset is uh, Imphase as well. Mm. Hmm. When I think sunset, I think I don't want anything to the west. I want nothing to the west. So for me, it would be uh, the Kinsman's or something. Muslock. Muslock would Moose be Lock, a fantastic yeah. sunset mountain, I would bet. Um, not that I've done that, but maybe I put that on the list. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. So these are good categories here. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Vaucluz Gear. Back sweat sucks in all types of weather and hikes. Not only is it uncomfortable, sweat is a risk factor, causing your core temperature to fluctuate if it doesn't evaporate off your back. Check out Vaucluse's Cool Dry Backpack Airflow Frame, a backpack accessory that installs on your favorite pack, size 18 liters to 65 liters, and creates an airflow gap between you and your pack. Whether you're in hot or cold temps, even if you have a pack with a curved frame, the Cool Dry Frame is a real game changer when it comes to airflow. Visit vaucluseGear.com to order a Cool Dry Frame today. On trail music genre. Next is the best on trail music genre. Mm -hmm. And the winner is. That was a nice one. (laughs) We're getting better at that. (laughs) The winner is Nobody by a substantial margin. Exactly. Thank God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So. 
So again, <laughs> in the audience, like you can judge me, but like I have not been paying attention. So the question is, what's your favorite on-trail music? So this was a trick, right? For you were expecting everyone to say no music, right? Uh, well, maybe, but. <laughs> I think some people listen to music, but in general, I'm glad that the the consensus was no. I want to be yeah. at peace with nature, uh, which I'm re- I'm reading into that, of course. But uh, it was a substantial margin; like literally 99 percent of the votes for were for no music on trail, which is very Do interesting. You know, I have a story about. Um, I don't listen to music that much. Um, but I do have a story about when I was in Iceland, I was hiking in this, it was this peak called Harfnafall and there was like me and just goats everywhere. And I was up above this like (laughs) Borgains, which is this town that oversees the ocean. And I felt like that scene in The Sound of Music and I put this song on and I'll actually, I'll share the song (laughs) Over the, it's called Sleepy Maggie, and it's like it is like the most epic. Like so I'm romantic. on a mountain hiking. Well, matter of fact, hold on a sec. I'm gonna put it in. Just I'm, it's I'm so romantic. Just you and some goats. Yeah, it's happening. It so hold on, I'm just gonna put it on behind me right now. Mike's other side. Like it's called Sleepy. Ma- so I just put this on as I'm like hiking in in Iceland on this big ridge. And I'm overlooking the ocean, and it was just get it got me an old vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Too funny. Any other final comments on that? I have a hiking buddy, Stealth, who does what's called the music mile. So when you're getting to the last mile of your hike, she plays a little music for motivation. Nice. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, There was. I have one story. I was coming up Osgood Trail. We were coming up Osgood Trail, Mrs. Dom, heading towards Madison. When remember that one person that came down? We heard music like a like I don't know, like almost an hour away from when we saw this person. And as you know, Osgood Trail has false peak after false peak after false peak. <laughs> I'm like, after I don't false remember peak. that. I was dying. <laughs> okay, well, there was somebody playing music, and they finally came up to us, and they were just blasting like rap music. And it was so annoying because we heard it for so long, just reverberating through the mountains. So anyway, anyway. so they, so you were on like the most annoying trail in the whites, and the most annoying person was hiking up behind you. <laughs> well, actually, they were coming down towards us. Oh, they were coming down. And I think, oh, if I remember correctly, I could see them, and I'm like, "Damn it, they're probably playing that music." Oh, and sure yeah. enough, anyway. That Osgood Trail is the one trail I, I have not turned around it's very so good. often. Yeah, it's I haven't tough. turned around on hikes very often. Mm. We were done. Like we hiked it like early winter. Yeah, and there was snow, but it wasn't enough to fill in the crevices. We were like falling into rocks. We were like, I was like, oh, it's got to be the summit's got to be right there. It's like <laughs> false peak after false peak. Finally, we it's just incredible. turned back. We got to Daniel Webster Trail, like intersection and we would just like forget it we're just gonna turn around yeah that's a brutal one but it's a beautiful trail nonetheless hiking hostel and the winner for best hiker hostel is notch hostel nice yes definitely yeah they they deserve it they've been around for several years now and uh huge at population visits there during the summer months 
Um, nice work. I love that place. It's so nice, clean, comfortable, friendly. They're the best over there. Yeah. And it's funny. There was a, let me see, there was a, a couple runner-ups, which I don't have listed in front of me. But um, yeah, they're killing it, which is fantastic. I honestly don't know of any other hostels. I know the Rattle River hostel was open, but I think that's closed now. So I don't even know of any other hostels. I know I've heard nothing but good things about the Notch Hostel, but I know they have a cool dog, but I don't know of any other hostels around. Yeah, there are a couple, and they were they were certainly listed. I mean, I guess what we can do after this award ceremony is is, is release all the results and um, let people poke around. But there was no clear winner amongst the second place winners. Um, yeah. You know, Notch was definitely ahead by a yeah. substantial I think, lead. I think Northeast Mountaineer has like a they have some hostel spots or something like that, and then obviously there's like the MC camps yeah so i i have the um honorable mentions and some of them are it's barn door hostel ah that's right is the other one and um i guess that was it yeah yeah barn door and a notch yeah nice work good stuff yep remember i this is all based upon listener voting so it's pretty interesting. I was maybe next year more people will be involved and and recruit others to vote for them and everything else. It could really uh, blossom. Yeah. I know if I need to rest my head, I'm staying at the Stomps Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept down into the in the Woodpecker Studio before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're always welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hiking Outdoor Adventure Movie. And the winner for Best Hiking and Outdoor Adventure Movie is... 14 Peaks. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's That's the one with Nimsday, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Sherpas crushing all those peaks within a really short time frame. In second, there was a three-way tie between Maru, Free Solo, and Into the Wild, which is my favorite. Me too. I love that one. Yeah. It is interesting to see all the Jimmy Chin-associated folks coming up to the top there. I was surprised that The Alpinist wasn't on there. Good point. That's a good Mm. movie. I also am surprised that um, Die Hard didn't make the list, because Die Hard is a hiking outdoor adventure movie. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That's true. It's a Christmas movie and an outdoor hiking adventure movie. Well, actually, uh, now that you mention it, mention it, Cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's yeah, a good that's one. that's a hell of an outdoor adventure yes. movie. Yep. yep, good climbing. And just because you asked, Mike, the Alpinist does show up in a few instances from listener votes. Ah. Okay. Yep. Oh, so we have Agent Sweezy has the finger on the pulse of the <laughs> the internal data. This is great. Checking yeah. well, us as we go. <laughs> we're just warming up here. Yeah. yeah, and I think that like with Free Solo, I do feel like Free Solo kind of, it because it blew up so much that I think that that funded a lot of these other, um, a lot of these other documentaries and, and hiking-based films, so... I think that's pretty cool. And Stomp is one of sure. these. I can't remember. There's a series on Netflix too about the um, the avalanche or the earthquake that happened. That's not covered in this, right? No, no. But that was great. The Ron Howard uh, 
Yes. He made a movie about it, but there was a documentary, I believe, before that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Infinite Storm had a couple of mentions as well, just to oh, throw yeah. that in there. Ty, uh, the movie adapted from Ty Gagne's essay, should I say? Mm-hmm. Yes. AMC Hot. All right, guys. So the winner for Best AMC Hut is... Galehead. <laughs> nice. I find that interesting. Huh. Huh. How about the uh, runner-up? What, what, what were the runner-ups? Zealand and Carter Notch. Huh. What's your take on that? I think it may uh, be personally like uh, like I've been to this hut, so therefore I love it. Like I've only been to one hut, so I would say, you know, Lake of the Clouds. <laughs> I wonder if that's the case or if this is, I mean, Galehead is a nice hut, but it seems enough. a little odd to me. I've only yeah. stayed at Madison Spring and that was a beautiful experience, but otherwise I've just passed through. Hmm. Yeah, I think Zealand and Carter Notch are a little bit sort of talked down into the wilderness for me. I like I like Madison Spring. I like Lake of the Clouds, probably in that order. And then Gilhead, Mizpah would be sort of second tier for me. And then Zealand, Carter Notch, and Lonesome would hmm. be sort of the, the third tier. Yeah. Well, Galehead it is. Yeah, That's your hut. They got. They have. They do have gray jays there. I will give them that. <laughs> oh <Okay>. boy. <laughs> Lean to backcountry shelter. The award for best lean to or backcountry shelter goes to <laughs> Gio by a substantial margin. It is a nice one. Yeah, I I mean, I haven't stayed there. I've gone down to it miserably to get some water and then have to crawl back up. But bugs in your face. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I, I mean, there's pluses and minuses. It's nice for sure. Super crowded the last time I was there. That's probably the one drawback is I like to be a little bit more secluded. Mm -hmm. You know, what's a cool shelter is Hexacube. Down below uh, Mount Cube. That's a nice one. I stayed there. It's a great shelter. It's a big, huge one. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yep. Huh. Yep. Never heard and of there's a nice flat spots there. That's cool. Yeah. If you go to the privy, it's called a penta privy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty unique. What's up with the uh, the numerical, <laughs> like, what's up with all this? Like, how did this culture start there at Cube? I got to look it up. I think that they're in... I think that that trail system is tied to the Dartmouth Outing Club and yeah. that they maintain it. So I think, okay, I'll have to double check this, but I think that that's the theme in that particular area is just geometry. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's how the, how it came to be. But the 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 shelter itself is a hexa shape. It's a hexa shape. Gotcha. Which I think has eight sides or something. I can't remember the number. Hmm. We're yeah. sure going to get a ton of corrections on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Tell Mike it's six and not eight. 
<laughs> Here's two copies awesome. that tell Mike he's dumb. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely coming. Octagon. Right. All right. Hey, yeah. we have a special uh, call in by a well known White Mountain National Forest hiker. Let's check it out. Hi, everybody. Sorry I couldn't make it to the awards tonight. I'm busy working on my White Mountain Trace. Yep, day 85,967 of my trace, and I'm not tired of talking to myself. The Pine Martins have taken me in as their own, and I'm slowly learning their language and customs. Well, I better get back to it. Congrats to all the winners. Lean to Backcountry Shelter. On trail, near trail, tent site. So the winner for best on-trail, near-trail, tent-site goes to... Gio. Nice. Ooh, runner-up, Unknown Pond. I love that one. Gio comes in twice. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So these are very similar categories. Lean-to versus tent-site. So, you know, listeners should know that these places offer uh, lodging for whatever format, whether it be hammock or whatever. I th- I think most of them can host hammocks, correct? They can, yeah. So yeah. Guillot has um, it set up so that it has a uh, uh, shelter um, set up so that, I mean, that thing, it's got like an upstairs. I think it can probably fit like 15, 20 people sleeping on there. I don't even know. It's pretty big. <laughs> and then they have tent platforms. They've got beer boxes that lock. And then uh, there's any number of spots for hammock camping. And I think I've talked about this before, but I think any of these shelters that are set up along the, or tent sites that are set up along the Appalachian Trail, absolutely, if you can, if you're going to be a weekend warrior and you're going to get into one of these places late, getting a tent site may be difficult. So I always tell people, if if you like to do hammock camping, you're better off doing that. There are some shelters along the AT that have things like nails driven into the side of the shelter that will accept your hammock so you can swing under the overhang. Excellent. I'm going to check that out next time I get up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Backpack Brand. Okay, so the winner for best backpack brand is Osprey. Woo! Nice. Is Osprey a fad or is it an actual great pack? <laughs> I almost exclusively use Osprey. You're not you're so not far. answering my question, Agent Sweezy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Um for me, they're good quality and they're durable. I've always had good luck. Um, the only other brand I have is Granite. Yeah, I don't think they're a fad stomp. I think they've been around for like, I've seen them on trail for the last eight or nine years. And I think that for a lot of people, 
they like them because they they sort of offer a good mix between lightweight but a full frame for people. Um, I know I was super weary about when I have a hyperlight for my backpacking in winter and it has no frame in it. And I was super weary about getting a backpack that had no frame because I was afraid about sweat and I was nervous about um, how comfortable it would be. And it's definitely not been a big deal for me. But I think a lot of people with that concern will gravitate towards Osprey um, and you know, they're really well known. I think you go to like most of the big stores and they carry them pretty, pretty consistently. And then if you're looking for something lighter, they usually come in lighter than like the Duders or the Gregory's or, um, any of those other packs. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So moving along the winner. F- well, before you move oh. on, sorry, Mr. Stomp, we, we had second place we wanted to cover here. And then I, I have actually have a comment. Another one? <laughs> Second, just kidding. Second place is the Hyperlite and REI. Okay. So uh, one thing I was surprised about was that um, the, the Ultimate Direction, those running backpacks, because those are pretty popular now. I was actually surprised that those didn't get any love. Did they? Were there any votes for that, Lynn? Um, let's see. I'll look for the votes. I tried the Ultimate Direction pack, and I really loved it, ex- and I thought I'd really want the vests, or the little vest pockets up front, and then when I wore it, I felt like I just added too much crap to those pockets and got, you know, front heavy from it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, um, I've heard that from people before. Yeah, so for backpack brand, some of the other mentions are, uh... See, there's a Gregory here, uh, Z-Pax, REI, Palante, Mystery Ranch, I've heard good things. Yeah, I've heard good things about them, too. Yeah, mm. Gossamer Gear, ULA, uh, another vote for Mystery, and Light AF. Okay. Okay. Overnight Tent Shelter Brand. All right, so the winner for best overnight tent slash shelter brand is Big Agnes. Yeah, you, you hear that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Heck yeah. Great stuff. Yep. I have a Tiger Wall UL2 backpacker from Big Agnes, and I've had it a couple years. I love it. It's been perfect every time. Mm-hmm. How about Runner Up? REI. Yeah. REI makes good stuff. In fact, I have to take back what I said about uh, backpacks because I do have an REI trail series. That's great. Hmm. Yeah, I go REI for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have you guys use the half dome, right? When when you and Mrs. Stomp go <laughs> illegally hike, hike uh, um, set up your tent on top of peaks, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, half dome has been great. We're on our second one because uh, the first one sort of burnt out, but uh, you know. You, the first thing to go with all those, those damn poles, they always break and, uh, but anyway, yeah. Half tones. Do good. you, do you guys do that thing where like you, you get a three person tent so that you have enough room for two of you or do you just get a two person tent? Uh, it, well we have, uh, I think the new one we have is the, the half dome plus. So it adds an extra person. So it would be as if there were three people in the tent. So it's we can massive. bring Daphne. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 We like spaciousness for sure. Not not enough to stand up, but enough to put your stuff in there and still be cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have a half dome, a two-person half dome, and then I have a one-person one, one person 
quarter dome, which the, the quarter dome is ridiculously light. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Well built. Mm-hmm. Well built. Sturdy. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Trekking Paul Brand. And the winner for Best Trekking Pole Brand is. My favorite brand, Lecky. <laughs> so lucky. So lucky tonight. Oh, hey. So lucky to have you here. I have no preference. I feel like Lecky would be a good name for a cat. Lecky. Like Floki and Lecky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Second place was Black Diamond. Right. Is that what Another you Another good That's my cat polls. name. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And now, a word from our sponsor. 48 Peaks Alzheimer's. Hike to fight Alzheimer's with 48 Peaks, a fundraising and awareness event for the Alzheimer's Association. Join 450-plus hikers this summer as we hike New Hampshire's 4,000-footers. Or create your own hiking adventure from a 52 of the view to a Prezi Traverse or climb your favorite mountain. Together, we will paint the mountains purple and raise vital funding to advance the care, support, and research efforts of the Alzheimer's Association. Visit alts.org right slash 48 peaks to learn more. Snowshoe Brand. The winner for Best Snowshoe Brand is... MRS. No question MSR. (laughs) MRS. It's just written wrong. (laughs) That's actually funny. That might be a Freudian slip by me because of Mountain Rescue Rescue Services. Wow. Our new snowshoe brand we could come out with, MRS. MSR. Yeah, it's definitely MSR. Not in my brain. But that's actually interesting to me because Tubbs seems pretty popular. Yeah? No? Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot about Tubbs lately and some friends like, uh, I think Joanne Hall, she really likes her Tubbs. Hmm. I like my tubby time, too. Yeah. I like showers sometimes. I love soaking in a tub. I love the tubs. But yeah, I have a pair of uh, MSRs. (laughs) They're Denali's, (laughs) old school Denali's. I I think Stomp's dyslexic. (laughs) I might be. Isn't that funny? All right, anyway. I didn't even catch that, so that's even worse. (laughs) I didn't catch it in writing. I have the MSR Evos, which are... They're good. They're old school. I just bought a new pair of Atlas Heliums, but I'm having a problem with the heel strap, so I gotta I gotta get off my butt and like call customer service and get a new heel strap. So, um, looking forward to trying them. They seem nice, but they don't fit me. Crampon Spike Brand. So the winner is. Hill sound by a substantial margin. Yes, I agree. Seven years ago, it was all about Catula, but now it's hill sound for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm shocked and offended, honestly. 
I can't believe this. Like <laughs> when I first started, everyone was like, Catula, microspikes, microspikes. And then Snop, you were the only person I knew that had hill sounds for like years. And I remember when you had the hill sounds and you were like, oh, these stink because they're like balling up under my feet. And like, this is uncomfortable. And like, we were wearing microspikes and you were in hill sounds and you were like knocking the ball of the snow off of the hill sounds and dealing oh. with the, the binding thing. Do you know what? And I was like, I'm never getting hill sounds because of Snop. Yeah. You know, you're referring to are the trail crampons that they made initially that you and I had, Mrs. Stomp, and they were not great. They had the heel cup, and they were just the adjustable uh, notches on the bottom. They were a nightmare. But um, the trail crampon that Hillsong makes today with the big teeth is just, it's phenomenal. They're so good. Okay. Yeah. You turned me off to Hill Sound. Now you're turning me back back on to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a basic trail crampon like the Catulas that we all had, the Hill Sounds are amazing. They're just like the top of the game. And it's all about mm-hmm. the teeth for me. <laughs> right, Mrs. Catula. Stump? Right. <laughs> Catula. I like a good bite. <laughs> I'll just say it again. Catula is the um <laughs> owns the rights to the word microspikes, if I'm not mistaken. They do, yeah. 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 So um, that's the microspikes micro brand. And I mean, I guess maybe I'll try Hill Sounds. I just, I just remember so vividly, Stomp, all the issues you had. I think it was on that isolation hike that we did where you were fiddling with the bindings. Yep. Like yeah. trail crampons. So. Yeah, they were, they were a nightmare. But these yeah. are just like, you know, it's the rubber gasket style with the metal. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly like Catula, but giant teeth, um, which come in handy, like on, on everything, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Check and them maybe out. Maybe that's why I like the Catulas, because I have small teeth and you have big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sleeping Bag Quilt Brand. The winner for Best Sleeping Bag Slash Quilt Brand is... Nemo. Oh. Good one. I've never heard of them. Anybody clear to uh, want to expound? I do have a Nemo Riff sleeping bag. I think it's a 30-degree bag. And it has the little ventilation things on the chest. It's got a little pocket and a, you know, the hood that sort of closes over you. And then it also has, I forget what it's called, but the top of the sleeping bag folds over. I think it's like a blanket covering, they call it, or something like that. It's cozy. The technical term for that, Lynn, is a foldy thingy. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. My bad. (laughs) Nemo. Captain Nemo. Yep. Yeah. They make tents too, Stomp, believe it or not. Yep. So another new company up on the market here. Yeah. Interesting. Do you what do you have for a sleeping bag, Stomp? Oh my goodness. Some uh, green Mount, thing. Mountain hardware, I think it is. It was one that uh, Jimmy suggest Jimmy Chaga suggested to me, but it's real compact and works pretty well. Yeah. Nice. Well I I have two. I have a zero degree Marmot, mm-hmm. and then I have and that's a real sleeping bag. And then I have a forty degree 
Thermarest quilt, which I use in the warmer, warmer weather. Hmm. Nice. And super light. Trail Runner Shoe Brand. Let's see, the winner for Best Trail Runner Shoe Brand is another two-way tie between Ultra and Hoka. Okay. Comments, Mike? Well, I'm just surprised <laughs> that these these brands are holding on. What do you mean? Uh, especially, I think it's the ultra ones are the ones. Aren't those the ones with the zero drops where everyone gets issues with their Achilles? They are zero drop. Hmm. Yeah. So I just caution people to use those. Like, just make sure that you understand that if you're going to use them for long distance, you might you might hurt yourself a little bit if you're not used to those zero drops and you've got tight calves. Yeah, it's a good point if you're yeah, not used sure. to it. Yeah. You'll have a nice case yeah. of uh, Achilles tendonitis. After your exactly, but run. I, I do know, like most people do, wear ultras and hokas, and I see the runner-up is La Sportiva. I don't even know what brands they make. I'm surprised Solomon's not on there. Right, hmm. you know they were definitely nominated or voted for, hmm. but they just didn't uh, register. Yeah, I recommend if any people are interested, if you're if you like regular running shoes and you're transitioning to trail shoes, I think Brooks makes a Brooks Cascadias are like a sort of a, a burly um, street running, trail running type shoe. So Brooks Cascadia is what I've been using for like 10 years now, and I love them. Huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fair weather hiking boot brand. All right. So the winner for best fair weather hiking boot brand is... Ultra again. 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 Nice. <laughs> Second place. There's your Solomon. Yeah. There so Solomon is. came in for Fairweather hiking boot brand. But yeah, not for, as opposed so, to winter hiking boot brand. Yeah. Or trail runner. So Fairweather hiking boot brand. So that's basically like if you're wearing if you're a person that wears boots in the summer. Three season. The, yeah. Three season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which like for me some, would be like a uh, a solo, you know, that type of thing. Fugitive. Yeah. Some of the other Fairweather brands here would be uh, Keen, let's see, um, Vasque, La Sportiva we got, uh, Topo, let's see, Oboes, the a solo does come up on here, Mike. And yeah, that's about it. All right. Cool. We are at, almost at the uh, official halfway point here. <laughs> Keep on plugging. And now, a word from our sponsor. CS Instant Coffee. Zero waste instant coffee that comes in compostable packets. Perfect for the trail and home. Each packet makes about 20 ounces of coffee. So you can take one of them on an overnight trip, and it makes two pretty good-sized cups of coffee. Put it in your backpack, find some hot water, and you're good to go. Learn more by going to our show notes or Google CS Instant Coffee, www.csinstant.coffee.
Hiking Guide Service. The winner for Best Hiking Guide Service is Redline Guiding by a substantial margin. Nice job, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're a staple in the community for sure. Second place, there was no clear winner. You guys do a great job, and their courses are fantastic as well. Yeah, and I, I want to. Can I give a plug to a, another podcast at, at here? Stop no. at this moment. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, so if you are into like looking for a guide or whatever, like Redline's definitely good. I think there's a, a few other guide services in the area. But uh, my friend Jen ha- hosts a podcast called Guides Gone Wild. And it's, I love um, it. Me too. Yeah, Guides Gone Wild. And she, she interviews like guides all over. And it's like mostly female. It's like a female focus show. So she interviews local guides in like Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire. So if you're ever looking for a good guide, like go through her show catalog like rebecca's been on the show i think once or twice too awesome guides gone wild gotta love it yes that's the best name Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's clever new hampshire mountain over four thousand feet all right guys so the winner for new hampshire mountain over four thousand feet is Mount Adams. Whoop, whoop. No surprise. Again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised either. How about uh, runner-ups? So, yeah, second place is Jefferson, and then I have some honorable mentions for uh, Sleeper, Lafayette, and West Bond were close. Does that mean Sleeper Trail? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. I think that's probably what they entered. That could be the Sleepers. Um, I'm not really sure. But um, certainly Lafayette, you would expect to come in for a runner-up, if not first place. But uh, yeah, West Bond, that's good, good. But Adams takes it. Jefferson, I totally disagree with. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> I disagree with. I mean, it's like, well, you, I'm not impressed well, by that peak. I'm, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. That could be a, a discussion for another episode, perhaps. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Stomp has a bias against Jefferson. That's, that's a weird take. But I'll, 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 I remember when we hiked it, we just were like, meh. I will tell you, the best best part about Jefferson is the Monticello Garden that blossoms every spring. Uh, that is the best part of Jefferson, but the summit was really not that, that impressive. The best part is that we got to hike it on a weekday because you called out sick. You said you had the shits. <laughs> <laughs> That, Did you, oh, so you lost. I remember too. that about that hike. Yeah, we went up Caps Ridge, which is phenomenal. But when you get up yeah. to the summit, it's like, ugh. Well, I think the issue now that I'm thinking about it, like the issue with the summit with Jefferson is that there's like two, two little bumps. Mm-hmm. And so there's not like a single summit. It just is a little... Exactly. It's it, confusing. It's a little like um, it, it, the single summit is taken away because there's the two bumps yeah. that look similar. Right. Yeah, for sure. Trails aren't, you know, the markings aren't very clear. Uh, it's like walking yeah. on the moon. <clears throat> but anyway. New Hampshire Mountain under 4,000 feet. 
right. Next up, we have uh, the best New Hampshire mountain under four thousand feet, and the winner is. Whoop whoop. <laughs> so good at that. Um, Mount Monadnock by oh. a comfortable margin. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm a newbie to the Monadnock phenomenon, but man, it deserves it. Y'all think the same? Yeah. I'm a strong disagree. I mean, I like oh. Monadnock, but like the bald faces is unquestionably. Under, under 4K. So what do the bald faces come in at? Like 35? They're under 4,000 because they're on the 52 with a view. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. I not. And I would also put in the moats there too. Yeah. Well, the listeners disagree, Mike. <laughs> I got a problem with the listeners. <laughs> I've not done the yet. You haven't? No. You, so oh. Stomp, Mrs. Stomp, you need to make Stomp take you there on Friday night. And oh, that's a good, as a matter of go. fact, that's a good sunset hike. Hell yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. But you got to hustle a little. You pick it up. Mm. I'm thinking of like doing the- leave at like three o'clock, you get up there and get back down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could make that work. But I'm thinking of doing the the Nobby route that uh, Nobby Hikes took me on, going up and doing the full traverse over to the summit because that was really really oh, yeah. neat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hey, Manadnock took it right on. Okay. Yeah, nice views all the way up. Do better, listeners. Bald face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these listeners suck. <laughs> Rock Climbing Pitch. Best Rock Climbing Pitch. Nobody. (laughs) This is hilarious. By a comfortable lead. Yeah. So everybody chose NA with a comfortable lead. And then how about the runner up? Again, no clear winner. But some people put in Cannon Cliffs, which clearly makes sense. Russell Crag, uh, Recompense, and Fairytale Traverse. So the only thing this says to me is that we're a hiking podcast, and there are climbers yeah, yeah. in the midst, but it's not an overwhelming majority, so I wouldn't take this uh, as much yeah, of yeah. A, a down on uh, climbing. Yeah, you got to get get rid of this question, and you know what you can replace it with? And I'm scrolling through, and I apologize if I missed this, but favorite ravine or gulf? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Maybe next year. Yeah. Take that note, Stomp. Yeah, for sure. Good one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I heard the Notch Hostel talking about Russell Craig today. Um, I think they were talking about chopping the bolts down. There was some kind of a town meeting regarding that soon. All right, so where is that? I don't even know where that is. It's in Woodstock, New Hampshire, Stomp. And it is, um, oh, wow. It's right off of um, 93 off of Cox Farm Road, Russell Pond. It's literally like right overlooking 93. So I don't know. looks like a little cliff. It's. I get it. I get Yeah, I probably drive by it every morning. I think you can see it from the highway. Okay. You know, I think yes. we should do uh, a show about climbing in the future for sure because it's such a huge part of the community. And most of the hikers that listen climb as well or, or a good majority. So I think it might be really good to uh, talk about it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I'm just looking at it. So the Tripoli Road exit, um, you go past that, and then it's like this Cox Farm Road. So you, what you need to do is you go on, off of 112. Matter of fact, you know what? The, this is Stomp. This is the um, the road, Main Street, that follows the Pemi River 
you just cut over to 175 and then Cox Farm Road is like off over there. So it's a little bit of a ways to get there, but it's pretty close. Podcast. Okay, so the winner for, let's see, this will be a shocking category. Uh, the winner for best podcast is... Slasher by almost a 90% margin. Yay! Man, I thought Dateline NBC had that one. (laughs) Shocker. I would just like to thank me for all of the uh, the hard work that I do on this podcast. And, and, you know, I appreciate the recognition and... (laughs) You know, we'll keep going another hundred episodes. I want to apologize to the Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Stomp helps a little bit too, but it's mostly. Oh boy! Congratulations, Mike. It was your idea. (laughs) I do all the audio editing. Just, just hanging on by your coattails here. And now, a word from our sponsor. Sweet Beginnings Daycare is a New Hampshire state-licensed child care provider that offers care for children from 6 weeks to 12 years with flexibility in before and after school care as well. Sweet Beginnings aims to instill a love for learning by providing a safe and positive experience within a loving and warm environment. We believe this is a good foundation to teach children in order to prepare them for their future. For more information, contact Sweet Beginnings at 603-568-4530. Visit them at Sweet Beginnings Daycare on Facebook or email Shandy at shandyelliot at outlook.com. Podcast Trail Slide. So the winner for best trail slide is Flume with a comfortable lead. Yeah, that's interesting. What do you think about that? I think that should be disqualified because it's not a real slide. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think this uh, question was a little confusing. A lot of people confuse the actual flume slide with the trail itself. So flume slide trail is not a slide, uh, unfortunately. So hmm. perhaps that's the point of confusion. So therefore, the, the second runner-up was North Tri-Pyramid. Hmm. So okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we DQ uh, the first one? Yeah, violation. Yeah, it's a violation, I think. <laughs> Sorry, people. Yeah, it, it's a confusing thing. I believe the history of Flume Slide was that the slide itself was actually the trail until they made the current Flume Slide trail because it says slide in it. Everybody thinks it's a slide, but it's not. But it might as well be. I mean, those <laughs> scrambles are brutal. Uh, so anyway, little distinction there. Yeah. 
I almost killed him. I'll be going up that. Um, but <laughs> stump, uh, question for, and also the thing about the flume slide is the actual slide itself, like in my opinion, yeah. is not super impressive. I, I mean, it, it, it's compared to some of the other slides, it's it's not as wide. I think so. To me, it's not as impressive. But do you have a do you have a favorite slide, Stomp? Personally, um, you know, yeah, um, it would be be between North Try and Flume, but Flume takes it for me. I've done it two or three times up and down, and it. Uh, I think it's more of a visual experience. You get the view of the Franconia Ridge to the north, um, and I had a really close call the first time I tried to ascend the actual Flume slide, where I got myself in a bit of trouble with hypothermia, that type of thing. And I got to the top and I was praying to God, like, holy moly, that was close. So Flume, to me, is just a personal favorite. It's uh, not easy. Neither is Flume Slide Trail. That was the first and only time I used an ice axe. Yeah, true. (laughs) Remember we did it in the winter? That was pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, but I have a lot of opinions. I think no. the Lincoln slide is the best slide. Oh, yeah. It's massive, right? Massive, giant slide that, you know, you feel like you're an ant climbing down that thing. Yeah. See, the upper portion of North Tri feels like that, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that totally. Diff- and different form of uh, terrain. You know, it's all solid versus boulders. And then you have some like, um, I think it's the clear blue. Clearbrook slides that are gravel. I mean, there's so many different kinds of slides. Yeah, yeah, and I would say like for the for the slab like slide like North uh, North Tri Pyramid, obviously, but the Arrow Slide, which is the actual slide that goes up to North Hancock, that's another amazing slide. Well, oh, by the way, uh, Steve Smith is putting out his book soon uh, regarding all of the slides in the White Mountains, so that's going to be a great, great read. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it will be awesome. Yeah. Hey, Stomp, before we go into our next subject, um, I've been doing okay, but I know that I've I've annoyed Mrs. Stomp already a couple of times here, but I don't want to be in a situation where I annoy her so much that you're going to go ahead and slap me. Mm-hmm. I know we're in an award show right now, but I just want to call that out that like if if for some reason I do something, you, you, you have to promise not to slap me. Oh, you got it. No problem. Better keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was Stomp's part, but it's okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Has anybody seen the new uh, Chris Rock? No, I want to. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. I'm sure it's uh-huh. good. It's really good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Scenic Drive in New Hampshire. The winner for scenic best scenic drive in New Hampshire is the Cancamagus by a sizable lead. Huh. No surprise, I guess. Shocker. It's kind of basic. <laughs> yeah, it is basic. I mean, runner-up, <sighs> Franconia Notch. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Franconia Notch sees its craziness during the foliage. But uh, yeah, the kank. All right. Waterfall. 
And the winner for best waterfall is Arethusa. Ooh, I agree with that. I've never seen it. I know. What about the runner-up? Who's the uh, Who's the runner-up? Cloudland Falls. Where is that? That is the highest uh, fall on Falling Waters Trail as you're ascending towards Haystack. Yeah. Oh, so it's where like, everyone needs a rescue? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, in that area. So it, that's an 80-foot fall. So wow. it's a beautiful fall. But Arathu is, wow. is what? How high? Oh, good question. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. It's pretty high. Like Arathusa and um, Ripley Falls are two. They're big, big ones. Yeah. I wow. did the um, the loop where you go up uh, Frankenstein Cliff and then you come down into Arethusa. That was pretty cool. Yes. They're wanting to yeah. take I you there. I think you go past Ripley on that one too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll give honorable mention to Emerald Pool. <laughs> yeah, Emerald's awesome. Let's see. Let's see what some of the other honorables were. We had uh, Ripley, Nancy Cascades, Amanusik, um, Zealand Falls, Sabaday, yep, Bridal Veil, of course. Um, some of the others, Dry River Falls. Somebody puts all of them. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and Arethusa, if anyone is curious, is 140 feet. So, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Hiking Trail, five miles. Winner for best hiking trail over five miles is the Crawford Path with a comfortable lead. Uh, that's an interesting choice. That's really interesting. Why? Why do you think that is? Just because it's so, it's almost like a road. It's like a super highway of trails. And it is beautiful, certainly scenic, but there are so many other trails that are five miles plus. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean? I'm, I'm ripping right now. Oh, yeah. Davis Path, Great Gulf. Uh, come on, people. Airline, let's go. <laughs> Garfield? Oh, that must Al- be five. Algonquin. Jeez, yeah. there's a million. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Huh. All mentioned here, but not by any kind of a lead. <laughs> yeah. So for next year, listeners, if you're listening, if, if you pick something and you're like, oh, that seems kind of basic, like, don't pick that. Pick something more unique. Listen to us. We'll tell you where the secret spots are. Yeah, there you go. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi everyone, it's Lynn coming to you from a little organization known as Leave Your Trace. I'm here today to tell you about our brand new Grey J snacks that we're offering in both 6 and 12 ounce sizes. Included are items like peanut butter, potato chips, pretzels, mmm yummy, just what the Grey J bellies like. So next time you're at the store, pick up a special pack for yourself to bring so that you too can feed the Grey J's. Thanks everyone.
hiking trail under five miles. All right, so the winner for best hiking trail under five miles is. We've got a four-way tie between Amanusik, Caps Ridge, Rainbow Trail, and Sugarloaf. Hmm. Guys, Rainbow Trail has been on my bucket list since I started hiking. <laughs> I Has know, anyone right? else done that? It's supposed to be Mm-mm. beautiful. I gotta do that. Rainbow Trail. I don't think. Where is that? It's on the um, backside of, backside of uh, Carter? Carter. Carter Dome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So it comes oh, in from no, no, Jackson. I've never done this. It's supposed to be beautiful. Oh, and I've seen other yeah. lists that have placed it really high up. Yes. In terms of beauty. We have to do it. We have to. We have to. After this award show, we'll right do now. it. We'll do it. <laughs> Give it to me yeah, now. Yeah, that looks as remote as you can get. Mm-hmm. So if you pass uh, the Eagle Mountain House in Jackson and continue driving towards the, the Carters, uh, you can park there and then make your way up uh, into the ravine and up Rainbow Trail or straight up towards Carter Notch Hut. So it's in that vicinity, the eastern side of uh, the Carters and the Wildcats. It's a beautiful approach to both. It's awesome. Uh, you know what my vote is? Hmm. Is lend, lend a Hand. Uh, okay, by Hale? Yeah, that's Z- Zealand to Hale. That's a, that's a great, like, if you like bog bridges and that sort of scenery. Really? That's, that's a cool trail, yeah. Huh. Yep, I've yet to check that out. Interesting. All right. Nice yeah, well, one. The audience didn't do bad on this one, I don't think. <laughs> I agree. On trail greeting or salutation? This is my favorite category, by the way. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so the winner for best on trail greeting or salutation is. Hi. <laughs> Mac. Hi. Hey. More like bye. Hey, but you know what yeah. the, the runner-up was, though? What? <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> These are pretty basic. It's me. Terrible. Hi. What do you do? What do you do, Stan? I keep my head down and go. No, you don't. I growl. You're super friendly. I go. <laughs> Yeah. What? No, I try not exactly. to say anything. Oh, isn't it like, hey? Isn't hey like the most popular thing to say? Like every TV show I see, whenever somebody comes into a room, they're like, hey. Like every Netflix show ever, they're like, hey. <laughs> I always say, hey, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> That's a lot of questions. Right? Um, like, how's it going? What's up? How's it going? Normally, uh, Stomp will be like, you're almost there. And then I look at him and I'm like, you're lying to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my other move is like, oh, can't believe how nice it is today. And they keep on walking with their head down, ignoring you. Because you, I guess. Because you first said, hey, did you know I'm on a podcast? <laughs> hey, do you know who I am? <laughs> Honest, I have a podcast. <laughs> that is awkward. So, uh, I have a story, but I'll hold it for the next category. It segues okay. nicely. Okay, all right. Yeah. Here we go. 
online social media hike storyteller. All right, so the winner for best online slash social <laughs> social the beginning. Okay, thank you. One more time with emotion. And the winner for best online slash social media slash hike storyteller is oh boy, Eric Todd Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. How sweet it is. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's so funny. Second runner up, Slasher. <laughs> you lost to Eric Todd Sweet, Mike. Oh, oh, oh snap. Do you know? So I have a story this weekend. So um, we went hiking on Cannon. So I ended up doing Cannon for my winter 4,000 footer list. And we had a group. So me and Jake were. We're hiking and then we connected. So Lynn had said like, oh, me and um, Eric and uh, a group are going to be leaving around the same time we're hiking camp. So I was like, all right, I'll meet up. So we started hiking with Eric and um, <laughs> we'll, save this, we'll save the details for like next episode because uh, okay. I'll do the breakdown. But we had to break off. So we only hiked with Eric and Lynn for about a mile. Um, but like, I feel like you go crazy hiking with Eric because like every single person on trail stops and you're like, Oh my God, it's Eric. They do. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, Whoa. Like, well, good for him. No, I, yeah. I, it's fun. But I was like, I, I don't, I, I don't have nine hours to wait out here. You need a, you need a slasher Eric. shirt and then people would be like, Oh, wait a minute. Eric slasher, Eric slasher, Eric slasher. Well, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> you know what did happen to me on this hike though which was interesting stomp is that um i actually got an opportunity to i i actually say i was i saved the day with this hike um on the la- you know the ladder on high cannon yes you know that ladder so i know it um, by cannon not high cannon oh Depends it's which what? way you're going. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, I was going up, so it's, it's high cannon. So, um, but I was going up the ladder, and there was these two guys there. They were fiddling with their equipment, so I was like, get out of my way. I'm going up. So I was like, I'm going up the ladder, and I kept my, my snowshoes on. I was like, I'm, I'm risking my life here. And then I go, I'm halfway up, and there's a guy looking down, and I'm like, what's going on? And he was in an emergency situation. His son... <laughs> had dropped his snowshoes in like in the gully next to the ladder. Oh my God. So I risked my life going off into the ladder and like <laughs> digging down into the corner and like grabbing this kid's snowshoes. He was a teenager. Yeah. His name's Lincoln. He was named after Mount Lincoln. Wow. So I'll tell you in a minute. So then I, I get the snowshoes <laughs> and I go up the I go up the um the ladder and the, it was the father and the son. I, I basically saved the son from getting yelled at because the, these snowshoes look brand new. They're like $200 snowshoes. The father was probably going to kill the kid. So I gave him the snowshoes, and we were, we were talking. And he says to me, he's like, your voice sounds familiar. I can't place it. And then he says, I think, I'm pretty sure, I'll have to remember this with Jake. I'm pretty sure he said, very cool. Yes. And I was like, oh, you know who I am. So then he was explaining to me that his his name's John. So hi, John, if you're listening. And then he was explaining to me his son's name is Lincoln, which I'm assuming is named after <laughs> Mount Lincoln. So it was pretty good. And Lincoln is like 23 into his 4,000 footer. So he's getting done Yeah, as well. Mike, 
no matter how yeah. good that story was you just told, <laughs> you still didn't win. I know. And Eric's still more popular. <laughs> Mike, you got to work on your handstands, buddy. Your headstands. I'm not doing any of that stuff. No. So. I, want, I prefer to be under the radar. Yeah. But by the way, you do have a really one in a million, one, one in a million radio voice. Your voice is very unique. So. You think? Well, it's not. It's not good. It's just. It is what it is. Mm. No, but it's unique, and that's what makes it stand out. And I think that's part of the magic here, for sure. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, this is Eric Todd Sweet. I know I'm usually blowing up your feed, but tonight I'm going to blow your mind. After several years of real-time data collection on trail, I finally had enough research to create my very own special cell phone app. It's going to be sweet like me. I'm very proud to introduce the Sweet White Mountain Dating App, only for hikers. Go to SweetApp.com today. There, you'll be able to download the Sweet Trailhead version for free or purchase the premier Sweet Bushwhack version with the additional special features. Trust me, with this app, you'll be sure to find a sweet hike stud like me, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you purchase the app within the next hour, you'll get a free selfie headstand with yours truly on the summit of your choice. Peace. Online social media photo videographer. And the winner is... The Wolf of the Whites, Philip Karsha. Woohoo! Philip, right on. That's interesting, huh? Yeah, he's got some good videos out there. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. Second place, no clear winner, which is interesting. So there were a few others. Um, do you have access to that data, Agent Sweezy? I sure do. So let's see. We have here some of the uh, honorable mentions are Corey David. Oh, have... nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, Corey's great. Yeah, we have Chris Witten. Oh, let's excellent. See. Yep. Out of uh, yep. Sugar Hill, Franconia. His yep. work, his work is great. Nice. Let's see. Is Corey outdoors? Is that Corey David? Yes. Okay, so we have a couple more for him. We have Corey Bennett, hmm. um, Nick Santos a couple times. We have Larry the Log and Littlefoot, of course. Interesting. Um, let's see, Chris Bennett, Christy Seeking Summits. Uh, someone said that guy, Ernie Mills. Okay. Hmm. We have Mel and Floki, of course, and New Hampshire Hiker. Nice. What else we got? So basically yep. tonight we have Notch Hostel and Philip coming in for two wins. Wow. And the Amazing. audience is going wild. 
<laughs> Mine was so bad. Is this the part where we're going wild? Yeah. <laughs> Podcast gone wild. I think Stomp lost All his right, So this is a big, big one coming up. Who has it? I do. All right. Famous hiking pet, furry friend. And the winner for the most famous hiking pet slash furry friend is... This is a no-brainer. Floki. <laughs> there you go. I'm getting the evil look by Daphne right now. It's only because <laughs> she hasn't discovered hiking yet. Yeah, that's true. Babe, yeah. I really feel like she would be another Floki. <laughs> I think we should try with her. No, for real. Oh, boy. Do it. Do I, it. Don't you think so? Wow. I don't know. Congrats. Yeah, Floki's awesome. Floki I got to meet uh, Floki at the... Uh, we went to Reckless for the 100th yes. celebration. Yeah, Mel 100K. was there and yeah, we're just talking about Floki and she's like, do you want me to go get her? She's just sleeping in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so yeah. sweet. She was sweet. Yeah. She's yeah. a little nervous, but man, what a great cat. Hmm. So, yeah. And then, so what are the runner up? So yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of rabbits I know. There's uh, There's got to be famous dogs. I, what, who, who else Atticus. is famous? Uh, that pup died. He passed oh, on. Let's see. Um, a couple other mentions we have. There's an Atticus. Yes. Um, do you know Atticus? I do. Yeah. Never who, met him, but who came in second? Happy the dog. Not sure. Who happy that is. the dog. All right, we have a dog. The cats are getting. Who is Happy the dog? I don't know. Is Happy famous? I've never heard of Happy. So can it? How can it be famous? It's the will of the listeners, Mike. You cannot question some it. crazy dog mom just voted fifty times for their own dog. Nobody knows who it is. <laughs> She's like Happy. I'm trying to think. Is happy, happy, famous happy, dogs? Happy, happy. Like, yeah, you and I are gonna be famous, Happy. <laughs> just you wait and see. I know there's um. There's famous dog, like there's that Basset Hound dog that I, I think he, that guy moved out to the West Coast, though. Happy the- oh. oh. Yeah, I don't there's know. There's a, let's see, you've got Sage. Oh, yeah, oh, Sage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shandy. Yeah, you got, yep, yeah, you got Lucy the Poodle and Moose the Rabbit. Okay, Moose the Rabbit. Um, there's a vote here for Harambe. I'm going to go with <laughs> Never forget. Joke. Never forget. <laughs> Yes, uh, yes, our uh, conservative-leaning listenership. Oh, boy. No, but do you guys know who uh, Atticus is? I know yes. that got a couple of votes. I Atticus, love that book. Uh, it's a great What's, book. By the author uh, Tom Ryan, who's a local, and he hiked all 48 uh, with his dog, Atticus. And yeah, I remember reading that book. It was a good book. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. We need more like famous dogs on trail. What? Well, Happy's a- not famous enough. <laughs> I've Come never on. heard of Happy. I'm sorry. Like, is that a joke? His owner like- wants to like justify the, the celebrity. Like, I've never heard of this dog. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who's quality checking these these, these <laughs> awards? Clearly, the listeners love Happy. So, come on. I guess. <laughs> well, have you heard of? 
Brutus the Winter Peak Bagging Newfoundland. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Brutus. That's what the bushwhack is named after. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, next year maybe we have to like have listeners provide photo documentation of their pets. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I need photo documentation of Bentley the Cobber Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. One vote. Floki, you're safe. Sleeping Pad Brand. The winner for Best Sleeping Pad Brand is... (laughs) That was a quick rip. (laughs) Rip it. Aggressive. Aggressive. I'm getting good at this. Dang. Aggressive. There's like paper all over the floor here. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Confetti. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so the winner there is Thermarest by a comfortable <laughs> lead. <laughs> oh, they're not comfortable. They're oh, not God. comfortable. None of them are. <laughs> In related news, the winner for the loudest sleeping pad is also Thermarest. Uh-huh. <laughs> the crinkly, the crinkles. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, winter. Yeah, winter Thermarest. They're awfully crinkly, but they're great. Those they are good. Yep. Two, two and a half inch inflation. Awesome. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. We could talk about Thermarest for hours, but we're moving on. But we could talk about the second place winner, Nemo, instead. <laughs> <laughs> Finding ah. Nemo. Hmm. I've yet to we find found it. Found Nemo. So. We- <laughs> Twice. Hiking book publication title. All right. This is a huge category. And the winner for best nope. hiking book is The mm. Last Traverse by a sizable lead. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fantastic. <clears throat> Congratulations, Ty. Ah, and this is just on the heels of our night with uh Ty at Reckless, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Ty's made such a huge impact on the community and we're just blessed to have him. So the listeners have spoken. The last traverse is number one. How about second place? What's going on there? Pretty much anything by Ty Gagney. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Where you'll find me, which is a personal favorite of mine, definitely place second. So that one hit me hard for some reason. Oh, it hit everybody hard. Yeah. Especially when we did that hike. Stomp and I, um, when we did Adams, Adams, we yeah, went up the yeah, exact like route that Kate had went, and I had just finished the book, wow. and I just it was super emotional. I think that was during our forty eight quest. Yes, too. Yep. yeah. So it was like this. It was a combined, you know, trying to finish her forty eight, and then hey, let's let's follow that path and just sort of reflect on it. It was a really special day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is tough going over to that area because it's you just look in and again I don't know exactly where Kate ended up um on that trail but like just the 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 way that you go down Star Lake and you can just look to see the hut and like it's just so it seems so close and you're like oh my god it was just so close to safety but yeah. also so far away in those conditions. Yep. 
Yeah, shattering for sure. Yep. So many times, like even in Ty's other book, uh, The Last Traverse, they were so close to Haystack. Same situation as opposed to yep. Kate's story. Uh, shocking. But congrats, yeah. Ty. How about honorable mentions? I think this should be discussed briefly. There were some uh, books that were mentioned that definitely should be discussed. Uh, so the AMC Guide, obviously. <laughs> Uh, and they told me it would be fun. That was a previous guest of ours, Ken Bossy. Congratulations, Ken. Uh, so there are so many great books out there. And uh, Yeah, and I, I would just add like my own honorable mentions, 52 with a view book, got to get that. Yep. Ken McRae, and then uh, anything by Guy Waterman is good too. Yeah. Even Into the Wild, the book was yes. great. Into the Wild, sure. And... Keith Gentilly's White Mountain State, another great one. He was a guest yes. here. He was fantastic, mm-hmm. hilarious. We've got to give a shout out to uh, to Martin as well. Ah, Martin Pisani. Yes. The secrets of aging well. Get outside. Exactly. True facts. Nice. Mountain Traverse, three plus peaks. And the winner for Best Mountain Traverse of Three Plus Peaks is a two-way tie again between Franconia Ridge and a Prezi Traverse. Love it. Makes sense. Ooh, that's second runner-up, though. The bog. <laughs> Mike, Mike is smirking here. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> huh. I mean, it's what about fine. Uh, it's car- basic. It's fine. Wildcat Mariah. Those basic listeners. Yes. <laughs> I would add Wildcat Mariah yes. or the uh, Squam Traverse. Mm-hmm. I'm t- there are so many beautiful traverses. It's not always about elevation either. Yes. I would say the Kilkenny Ridge Traverse. I would say the Moat Mountain because you can say Middle Moat is a peak. Um, All mentioned so far. I would say, yeah, the Squam Range. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are the ones that, that stick out to me. Nice. Did anybody say the Belknaps? Uh, I've got one here for huh. Belknaps. I never, like, I, I mean, I yeah, I, you can definitely do a Traverse of the Belknaps, but I just feel like it's, you just go deep down into the woods, so it doesn't feel like a, I feel like a Traverse... You can have a little bit of dipping down into coals and whatnot, but like with the bell naps, it's tough to sort of frame it as a traverse just because you go way deep down for too long, I think. Let's see. Is that also your stance on the Carters then? I've got one for that. The Carters, I think if you if you mix it up with like the Wildcat, Carter, Mariah, you've got enough sort of long extended amount of time above tree line that it's okay. Skiing Resort Mountain. And the winner for best skiing resort slash mountain is <laughs> Loon. Uh, yeah, Shocker. Second place is Waterville Valley. I go ahead, Mike. Our listeners are Richie Riches. 
Looney, looney, looney. What I about know. the little teddy mountain that just reopened? Yeah, you're like I'm like I'm like pinching my pennies to send my kids to King Pine when they were kids. Like, loon? Like, what are we all from Andover? Like the Bradford Ski Resort? Yes. <laughs> Come. Yeah, it, like I look at this category by quality of trails, and Loon deserves it for sure. I mean, you know, boarding at Cannon and several other places, Sunday River, you name it. Loon is is awesome. Waterville Valley doesn't make sense to me. It's just a little short in stature, I suppose. Um, but yeah, interesting choices. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching a video on t- uh, some random guy on TikTok that was explaining why Cannon is better than Loon because he was saying how like Cannon has like more rugged terrain and yeah. Loon is more and like glare a, ice. Yeah. So and so some random guy on TikTok <laughs> seemed to like Cannon over Loon, but I like Loon. Huh. Loon is beautiful. Yep. It's lengthy. The trails are lengthy. Like it's all subjective. If you're looking yeah. for long runs that don't end. Loon's the place to go. Sunday I, River, probably second place. Yeah, I like Loon's got that other other peak. What is that? The like South Peak or North Peak, whatever it is. And that that's a yeah. steeper. It's shorter, but it like it's got some steep terrain. Oh yeah, for sure. After a hike, ice cream treats. Another favorite category here. Um, the winner for best after hike ice cream or treats is. <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that. So good. Uh, it's a two way tie. <laughs> now you have to help. You have to explain this one. The two way tie is beer and chudders. So are we saying right. after hike treat is beer? And then what the heck is chudders? We have to default to the wisdom of the listeners, Lynn. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it a candy store? <laughs> Chudders is a candy store, yes. So that would be a oh. treat. But I can't There's speak no the flavored of ice cream here. Like, I just wanted no to know cream. about the ice cream. That's yeah, it. me too. This was I think, self-serving. I th- yeah, I think they're <laughs> self-serving ice cream. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I think beer falls into treats possibly by many listeners and that makes sense but uh i don't know i guess uh, what do you think mike i guess i think uh, i think our listeners need pre-selected options they cannot be trusted to just like do the right thing it's dairy queen people just put dairy queen down that's all you want is a blizzard after your hike <laughs> pre-selected options we need pre-selected that's options so moving rough. forward do not leave anything up to interpretation nominations round <laughs> yes Oh my God, that's brutal. Right? Next time, I'm okay. just going to put the beer question first so we know the difference. <laughs> yes, exactly. There we go. All right. Winter Hiking Boot Brand. Oh, All right, so the winner for best winter hiking boot brand is Keen. Hmm. I was surprised by this. I have Keens, so I'm not surprised. So tell me about them. Uh, do you, are they great? Waterproof? Dry, yeah, they're good. They're like keen. warm. I have Keen Revel Four, so they're like those tall boots, and um, I put them on, and my feet stay warm. They're 400 gram, and then I step in puddles, and my feet stay dry. Wow, that's so, all you need to know. They do a good job. 
They're both well-designed boot. All right, so the runner-up is oboes. So what do you, does anybody have a pair of oboes? Mm-mm. Doesn't your parents do No bows on the oboes. Oh, <laughs> parents, right? Good setup. Uh, possibly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, second place. So keen for the win. All right. Right on. Pretty keen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're just flowing now. So bad. <laughs> We're getting so good at this. Hiking Sock Brand. All right. Okay, perfect. So the winner for <laughs> Best Hiking Sock Brand is... <laughs> Did somebody, somebody have gas? This is pretty funny. <laughs> Somebody's in a rush. I'm changing it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I feel like you're running out of paper, so you're conserving it. Trust me, I am not. <laughs> Oh boy. That's fabulous. The uh, first place winner there is Oh Darn Tough by a Comfortable Leap. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that works. darn tough. We like them. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Made locally. Second in- place is. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> we did it. Okay, again. you go. <laughs> I was just going to say that second place was Smart Wall, which I like their socks. They have good socks. So, Mrs. Stomp, I have a question for you, Mrs. Stomp, and I can tell a lot about a person by the way that they answer this question. (laughs) Oh, here's the HR guy popping out. Darn Tufts offer a lifetime warranty. So when you wear your darn Tufts, you can wear them down until they have holes in them. When your darn Tufts get holes in them, do you return the darn Tufts to get a brand new (laughs) pair of socks for free? Or do you just say, you know what, I got a life, I got a good lifetime out of them. I'm going to throw them away, and I'm going to buy a new pair of socks and support the company. I'm going to throw them away, but I think Mr. Stomp is going to return them. <laughs> oh no, I'm judging Stomp hard. <laughs> Sold out. <laughs> Yeah. So my opinion, so this has been a big argument. Like some people like, no, they offer a lifetime warranty. They want you to take advantage of it. So I'm going to get my free socks for infinity. I bet you would do that. You would do that, wouldn't you? No, I'm I'm of the mind that like if I get good life out of them, if I get a year out of them and I poke a hole in them because I wear them every day, then I appreciate it. They make a good product and I'm going to just toss them and then buy a new pair of socks to support the company. Okay. Stomp, I'm disappointed in you. How about LL Bean? Didn't they get rid of their <laughs> to change? Didn't the they get rid of their policy? Like you could just return they something did, yes. after like a thirty years. Oh, yeah. Here are my yeah. socks. I wore them. I bought them thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. They're not working for me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they get rid of that. <laughs> a good call. Yeah. <sighs> we used to get new backpacks every year. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> Wait, Whoop. you used to do that? No. Oh, put the shame drop in. Kidding? Yeah. I don't know why she loves Osprey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair All right. point. And now, a word from our sponsor.
Do you wish you could play Dungeons and Dragons, but you don't have enough friends? We have the bare minimum amount of friends. So you can just listen to us. And occasionally you'll get to hear some great music. It sounds like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Do you love epic stories set in grand, sweeping fantasy worlds where everyone is awkwardly and obnoxiously voiced by the same person? Well, you're going to love this. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Then listen to then Fantasy listen to Pants. Fantasy Pants. Damn it, Steven. After Hike Food. All right, so guys, the winner six more for best after hike food. Oh, I love this category. Is <laughs> burgers? Oh, <laughs> I would agree. Oh man, yeah, I agree like too. Second place is pizza. Honorable mention is nachos. I mm. think I just like anything after I hike. True, but definitely a good juicy burger is probably number one. Yeah. What about you guys? Burger, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Although I will, um, a lot of times I will go to Dairy Queen and I'll get a, I'll get a blizzard. What is it with you and Dairy Queen? I just yeah, like them. I like Dairy He's Queen. still I like hung the up blizzard. on ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I like ice cream afterwards. So it depends on where I am. Like Because if I'm, if I'm in Maine, then... The Dairy Queen in North Conway is right on the way, and a lot of times, like if I'm with my daughter, like we just stop because we're just going to get the big, big blizzards, and then I'll I'll be hungry when I get home after eating the blizzard, and then I'll have a burger, or and usually that's my go-to as well. So I was going to say, how does that ice cream satisfy you? Like I need grease, I need. <laughs> I I agree, but I, I feel like I I don't get the hunger until maybe about an hour and a half or two hours after I get off trail. So sometimes I can make it home and I'm not super hungry, but I think Mrs. Mike likes me to eat because some, it doesn't work out perfectly and I get home and I'm hangry. <laughs> hangry is a real thing. Yes. What do you like, Lynn? So I want to say that if there's a GM from a DQ somewhere listening, please send Mike a T-shirt or a ball cap yes. so he can wear it next time. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. I agree. <laughs> Um, so for this question, uh, I learned a lesson, and that lesson was in exactness of language. So the meaning of this question was to pull out some of the favorite restaurants around. And yeah, for, since after hike food, it was a little too general, so we got the types of food. Next time, I will put restaurant. Ooh. That's my story. Yeah. <laughs> we need pre-selected options. Our audience can't be trusted. When we first, um, before we moved up here, when we started hiking in the Whites, babe, do you remember we always used to go, it's not there anymore, but Truants and Lincoln yeah, or North, yeah. whatever it is, North Woodstock, Lincoln, whichever. Right, right. Um, we used to get burgers there after our hike. So oh, I vaguely, I like remember so that specifically. So that's what yeah, comes it's to Merlin's, mind. Merlin's now. Yeah, whatever it is now. But, yeah. So. Did you guys ever go to uh, Black Mountain Burger? I've been there once. We never went there for some reason. It's but good. Yeah, yeah, good. You know what I miss? What was that place down like in Mass? The giant, the giant burgers, like Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers! Oh my oh, god! Fuddruckers. I love those burgers. Monkeys. They're so huge. Yes. Yeah, we. I would order like a pound and a half. Like if you can imagine a meatloaf <laughs> on a bun, that 
was one of the burgers I would get at Fuddruckers. And I would order it. The guy at the register would turn his head 90 degrees to the cooks and go, monkey! <laughs> like, really? what? Yeah. I know. No um, one knows what you're I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's what they would do. Do you know, um, you Secret know, Redding, like Jordan's Furniture in Redding, right? Yes. They yeah. have a Oh, there's a Fud Ruckers. There, there yep. is. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's a Richardson's Ice Cream. So, matter of <laughs> fact, a Jordan's Furniture would be like the perfect place to put like right in like Plymouth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. See, this is what I miss about Mass. I miss the big yes. grande burger places because yeah. they're not up here. As far as I know, well, although we make them the at home good. though now. <laughs> the the one fourteen burger, pl- no, the one fourteen one fourteen diner, one oh four diner, one oh four. Yes, <laughs> thank you. No, I have, I have no idea what road that is. But right, so for the my diner, Hallmark movie stomp, instead of them reopening the Woodpecker restaurant, I'm going to have them open a burger joint. <laughs> there oh, you they go. need one up here. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about that for a minute? Because that's an actual <laughs> really funny story. So as part of this this award ceremony, the idea was to make several short, brief uh, ads as, as though it were the Oscars. So I asked Mike to write up a, a brief little ad uh, with dialogue. And what we got a few days later was a gigantic, like, full Hollywood screenplay. screenplay. <laughs> and best screenplay goes to Mike McLaughlin. <laughs> With like no dialogue at all, it, 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 like he wrote it as a director and a screenplay writer, with no dialogue. I think so he like, wanted to like be in a category and win best director or well, something. Little footnotes and stuff. Well, stop. Yeah, I think you need genius. to understand the creative process is when you're writing a screenplay, you build the outline first. <laughs> true, and true. Then the you know I need to have each of my um, each of my um, what do you call it the um scenes mapped out and then <laughs> but I, what did I you want behind it. us to do with that like i thought you were gonna put movie? it in the chat gpt and say build a dialogue around this outline <laughs> holy moly you should try that that's what i figured oh, you like, would do oh i'm man. working i don't have time i don't have time to build out the script yet i'm working <clears throat> on it slowly it's an amazing story though listeners should be warned i mean this is going to be a hallmark number one. You have Imagine such a romantic actually, side to you. I know. Imagine if I actually sold it. That would be so crazy. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Next year, best hiking book. I mean, you never know, Mike. But I feel like I think <laughs> nice. I need to like hide. My, I need to create a name that's not a male name. It needs to be a, a, a female name to sell to Hallmark because I can't imagine there's no guys writing scripts for Hallmark movies. Hmm. Okay, Mrs. Stomp can help you with that for sure. <laughs> A novel by Dairy Queen. M M. M and M. Yes. What? Not the rapper. Okay, we've completely gone off the rails. Next, next stop. We lost it. We Cookies lost and it. cream. Oh man, oh, this is rough. All right, next one. Okay, we're well. almost there, kids. Oh, we got our names next to each category now. That's helpful. <laughs> Halfway through, it's perfect. <laughs> Personal Locator Beacon. So the winner for uh, Best Personal Locator Beacon is... Can you do a long, slow one one of these times? I did for the slasher one. I did for the podcast one, but nobody noticed. 
Excellent. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is this is one of my favorites too. The winner is Garmin by an overwhelming count. Oh, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're taking over. I remember like three or four years ago, it was the runner up, which is Spot. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Spot is as uh, popular anymore. Yeah. Well, having had to communicate via Garmin, um, both in uh, emergency and non emergency situations, I love the Garmin. I have the GPS Map 66i, the big guy, and it's great. Huh. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was going to ask you because cool. um, we did the little hike um, this weekend, and I saw that you had that big, yeah, big Garmin thing. I was interested in it, but you were preoccupied, so I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> I was tripping on my face in those snowshoes. Yes, <laughs> I did that a few times. <laughs> oh, jeez, it was a struggle hike. Oh boy, what are you going to do? <laughs> so we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) On Trail Snack. All right. So the winner for best on trail snack is. (laughs) Snickers. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's actually a really clever selection. I've never had Snickers on Trail Stomp. Well, think about it. It's fat. There, there are nuts. There's chocolate. It's, it, that's a great pick. I'm starting to have faith in the, the listeners now. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I have Snickers a lot on trail, and I also like peanut butter M&Ms. Mm. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good call. I saw Any your Milky up Way. Here? Ooh, runner-up yep. was jerky. Ah, oh, jerky, of course. Slim Jim. And that's probably because they're like right at the register at every gas station on the way to your hike. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, do we have snacks? Oh, shit. We should stop at this gas station right here before we hike. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Right? Pretty much. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Three more. We're almost there. Local outdoor gear retailer, brick and mortar. Number 46, the winner of the best local outdoor gear retailer, brick and mortar, is... Oh yeah, there it was. (laughs) Sorry, I ripped my pants. (laughs) What? You just ruined my envelope moment. Oh, boy. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, so the winner there is REI. All right. Oh, I've got a question about that. Is REI local or is it national? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was hoping to pull out the local guys, which we did in the yeah, we second did. place, I guess. Yeah, but good point. Well, let's. What is second? Who came in second? Let's see. We have a three-way tie between Lahoots, which there are multiple locations of, EMS, and Burgeon Outdoor. 
Nice. Okay, so Lahoots and Bergen popped up, which is fantastic. Yep. EMS is definitely northeast, and then REI, I think, is national. So just so listeners know, but listeners selected REI first place. There you go. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with any of those places. Absolutely. No, they're fantastic. Has anybody ever been to Farmway? No. In uh, Piermont? No. Yes. I don't have time because I'm always milking the cows. No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's right into Vermont. It's a great, great place. Anyways, okay. Okay. For... uh... Yeah, what? hiking gear and stuff. It's like an REI, but it's like in Vermont. I don't know. They call it Farmway, but it's like in Piermont. Is that a Vermont? Well, Shit, yeah. I don't know, but it's a great place. Yeah, so, sounds good. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of good about it as well. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely options outside of traditional hiking stores. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of my stuff at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. if you Like, actually, I have a pair of... Um, like $10 gloves that I wear every single time I go out. Yeah. The yeah. vest you're wearing right now is from Farmway. I got it for you. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway. Smartphone map tracking app. So. Two more. The winner for best smartphone map slash tracking app Gaia I hope I said that right yeah I think that's because <laughs> I think I said a Gia before and everyone like somebody I wrote coffee, down notes was because like, I wasn't know. sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right nice I'm I'm out of this conversation <laughs> because I don't use these things. So yeah. you guys, I don't take either. It. I'm I don't a big either. user of Gaia. Um, I know other people use All Trails, which I think is second place. But yeah, Gaia, I love. You just got to download the map ahead of time, and then it tells you where you are and bring your paper map, obviously, in your compass. But like, if if your phone's working, you can just reference Gaia. It'll show you exactly where you are on trail. Nice, huge lifesaver. I've Asian been Sweezy. Yeah, I've been messing around with this app called WikiLoke. L-O-C, Wikiloak, and it's the one that connects to your Garmin. So you have the Garmin Connect app for your smartphone, and then you have Wikiloak within that. And it's just like in all trails or any tracking uh, app. And so far, so good. It gives you all the data you'd like, and it's pretty accurate. It's it's hard to tell from just a couple of uses, you know. Cool. Yeah. My only reference to all trails is whenever I do a search for a trail or some bushwhacking reconnaissance, all trails pops up with an, uh, a supposed description of what I'm looking for, but you open it up and there's no information. So I'm not very impressed, but that doesn't say much. I mean, I'm not sure what it does for uh, the actual on-trail and whatnot. So, But Gaia takes it. Alrighty. Oh my goodness. Is this the last category? Yes. Oh boy, here we go. After hiking brews. Take it away, Lynn. All right, here it is. Rounding out the 48 categories with the best after hike brews. And the winner is. 
The winner is one of our beloved sponsors, Reckless Brewing, by an overwhelming lead. Nice job. Wow. There you go. Fantastic. Yeah, Reckless is great. Yeah. I mean, the the crew there is phenomenal. They're each, each member that I've met and worked with is phenomenal. The beers are great. And, uh... Everybody that shows up is phenomenal. So what can you say? Great stuff. I had the caprese. It was very good. Mm. Oh, for food? Yeah, the sandwich. It was delish. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Nom. And the ambiance is phenomenal too. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we have second place too uh, with Tuckerman's. Nice. I've never been there. I love Tuckerman's. I have a fond memory of Tuckerman's. The first Mount Washington road race, coming down and getting back to that tent, Tuckerman's was serving free draft beer, and I had one, and it tasted like heaven. It's like, wow, that's beer. Yeah, Tuckerman's is nice. good. They actually have really good burgers there, too. <clears throat> yeah. No, oh, there you go. All right. So, hey, we made the 48. This is amazing. <laughs> so um, we will be posting all the results, and we, we will be also uh, posting PDF uh, downloadable prints for the winners to take and print and do what you want with them. And I think this went really well. Any comments by the hosts? I have some ideas for some new categories. Yeah. Right on. We'll do this again. It was fun. Yeah, if anybody else listening has ideas, suggestions that you want to let us know, um, work them in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is great. Very exciting. I'm going to get out of my tuxedo, and I'm going to go brush my teeth and go to bed. <laughs> my small teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you to all of the listeners who submitted votes, and a special congrats to all the winners of this year's Golden Gator Awards. Until next year, good night.